What is up, everybody? This is Ryan with the Scale Up Show. Today, we are going to get into everybody's greatest fear and how you can use it in selling, ethically, of course. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley with the Scale Up Show. Today, we are going to go over, are you selling vitamins or painkillers? Dun, dun, dun. This question was posed to me from an absolutely brilliant person when I was walking through a solution that that I'm putting together way too early. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll eventually find out, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And he asked me the question. He's like, hey, he's mentoring me. He goes, hey, Ryan, are you selling vitamins or painkillers? I was like, what? Vitamins or painkillers, which that's also used in the investing world of, you know, are you are you selling a nice to have or are you selling that? You know, if you were in massive pain, you need to take immediately. And I'll give you a quick example of that is the, the emotion is really what drives action. And what I've started to notice, and this trend has been coming up a lot, it's coming up in marketing, it's coming up in sales. And I'm like, ah, I got to share this with my people. And so what it was, was basically, he's like, I realized that, and, and uh, Myron Golden put this in a real quick, succinct way. And he's like, hey, Ryan, he goes, you know, if you were... He was talking about this in, in one of his masterminds. He's like, hey, you know, like if if you, there was a stranger and the stranger's like, I'm going to help you make a million dollars. I'm going to help you do this. You don't have to do any work, blah, 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 right? You think you think they're crazy, absolutely crazy, right? Um, and so in that situation, you would not take that stranger's help, right? Everybody would just walk by and think that person's crazy. However, the other situation is... You're walking down the street, you, your ankle moves kind of funny as you're transitioning from like, let's say the sidewalk to the street and you don't just sprain your ankle, but you break your ankle and you're sitting on the street and the same stranger who was talking about how he's going to help you make a million dollars, how that person's going to help you ask you if you want help in getting your car. You could have the craziest SOB I, homeless crackhead guy saying, hey, can I help you? Can I help you get up? And you would accept that help. I mean, obviously not some crackhead, right? But you, you would take that help and you wouldn't walk away from it. And so it got me thinking about that. And, and, and there's studies that have been proven that people are four times as likely to move away from pain than towards pleasure. And I was reading this book. Actually, it's like How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital by Nathan Lacka, and he, br- he brings this out. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna share with you about how he uses fear to sell. And it got me thinking about, you know, maybe there's some opportunity here. Well, actually I know there's opportunity here because I've used this subconsciously in some areas, not in terms of preying on people, but really to illustrate, you know, what the loss opportunity is. And so I'm gonna walk through these. There's seven of them. The first one is fear of missing out. And, and this is, you'll see this a lot, right? And companies are starting to do this with exploding offers. They'll offer a job and they'll say, okay, you know, you'll have five days to make a decision on this. And if you want to move forward, otherwise the job offer is revoked, right? So that's an example. You'll see it on TV for limited time only. 
you know, carts closing and marking, a lot of different ways, okay? So that's fear of missing out. That's the old FOMO. That's, that's pretty understandable, okay? Other is fear of unknown. And so if you look at everything from insurance to Band-Aids, and not even health insurance right now, but billion-dollar industries, billion, that's with a B, have been built around selling insurance for things like your car, your home, and your phone, okay? Businesses pay for general liability insurance. And so we spend tons of money triggered on, oh, well, what if this happened? You know, and, and basically, a lot of advertisers are masters at heightening that. And even think about it, you know, security software alone, that there's there's reasons why, like, no before software, uh, they were originally 20 million, and then they bumped up to 60 million, and, then, and that was in 17, and they're growing like crazy, okay? So that's number two. Number three, fear for your life. Fear for your life. And I want you to write these down, Okay. <laughs> And this goes back to life insurance. Every lawyer offering services about writing wills, you know. Um, another thing, Forever Labs sells your ability to store stem cells for thousands of dollars and up. You know, so there's fear of your life, okay? And then also like tracking devices for skiers, snowboarders, other things for business too. And when it sees fear of your life for your business survival, right? So that's the other one. Fear for your health. That's number four. Fear for your health. That's number four, right? And so then once again, that's business survival that you could look at a little bit different. So um, what if I get cancer? What if what if I get a car crash that leaves me disabled, right? Or debilitated? Um, millions of people pay to alleviate that what if fear. You know, then you got vitamins and supplements, right? Gyms, trainers all tap into our fear of health and life. Okay, so number five, write this one down. Fear of losing freedom, okay? And this is all around an entire market around productivity tools. You're talking Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, David Allen, Allen's getting things done, right? Like how to get your time back. Don't lose your freedom, okay? Number six, fear of loneliness. Fear of loneliness. Who do you think makes the most money off that? Come on, answer. I'll give you a second. Who do you think it is? Social networks, right? They prey on your fear of being lonely while arbitrarily making you feel important with those little red notifications that you get. And so that's basically what created the whole social media space. Uh, on top of it, too, you know, you look at a company like Pfizer and they, they do the same thing, but by selling Viagra. It's like, hey, if you don't pop that blue pill, you're going to be alone, right? And then last but not least is fear of failure. Fear of failure. Like if you're launching a business, you might spend thousands of dollars to alleviate your fear. And that's through coaching services, online courses, how to pitch your investors, lawyers, you name it. <clears throat> and so there's a lot of that. And, and like I said, that's not all bad. There's a, With all seven of these situations, there's real reasons why you got to do it. But those are the pressure points that advertisers, marketers, and salespeople leverage. And like I said, it's not all bad because if you look at the general population, I think on average only 2% is ambitious. So the other 98% need that kick in the caboose to understand what's going to happen if you don't execute on that. And so if you're looking at it and what he talks about with selling is your odd spike when you tap into multiple fears. Okay, like think about it. 
You know, people pay for gym memberships out of fear for their health, failure, fear of loneliness. They worry they won't meet anybody if they're out of shape. That's like four fears right there. And so, you know, it's it's a powerful persuasion tool. And I've touched upon other persuasion areas with subconscious mental hacks. But this is an area as well that have tools. And, and like, here's what I would say, especially if you're selling to big companies, the general default stance from buyers is to not do anything status quo more deals are lost to status quo staying the same than doing anything and the reason why the number one reason why and this is talking for big deals especially is because if the buyer that individual person stands up on the table supports you know, exclusively your deal or says this is the way to go and it fails and it costs the company millions and millions of dollars, they will get fired. They will get fired. They won't hit their bonus. They lose their livelihood. So, you know, their their whole mental framework is around fear and that's why they're not doing anything. So to offset that, you could help them understand, hey, you know, like, I understand that you're concerned about that, but that's why you build trust with them. That's why you follow through on what you say you're going to do. And at the same time, you could say, yeah, it's easier to stay status quo, right? However, if you don't act on this, you will lose out on X, Y, Z. So like I said, this is to be used for good, not evil or manipulative, but just help to offset that perspective of no action and not doing anything and staying the same when you know in your mind, in your body, in your heart, that what you're providing to them could positively change their lives. So I hope you found this useful today. I love talking about this stuff with you. And so anyways, the seven fears of sales um, and check it out. See how it works and just think about how you're framing it. Are you selling vitamins or are you selling painkillers, right? Are you, are you just painting a picture of, of positivity and what's possible or are you stopping what happens, you know, in, in illustrating what happens, you know, on the fear side of it too, because that's what creates emotion, which what creates action. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, hit me up on LinkedIn, DM me at the same time. Um, hey, give it a give it a solid rating, a little 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 thumbs up here, or there, a little five star rating, maybe four stars if you're not in a good mood. But I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out The Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.